confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching fashion trends, pep talks where we give advice, mental health moments, and games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. At Audi, we believe you deserve the best of both worlds. Experience the power of petrol with the efficiency of electric with the new Audi Q5 TFSIE plug-in hybrid. Cover everyday journeys in electric mode or go further with an effortless switch to the petrol engine. The new Audi Q5 TFSIE plug-in hybrid is part fuel, part electric, all Audi. Audi. Vorsprung durch Technik. Hello again and welcome to the Open Goal podcast, keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at William Hill. I've got quite a line up this morning, I'm just glancing around the table, we've like got a, we've got a, a guest who we'd fixed up last week's so agreed to go and we've got somebody who, I don't know, I think he's maybe still been here since the last time, he's maybe just come out from under a table, <laughs> somewhere trying to hang about and get a job, so uh, we have got, first of all, apart from our own Simon Ferry, Si, you alright? Uh, no, a bit rough, sorry. Well, I'll get through it. Uh, tied up your act. Right, We're sorry. professional here. Uh, We're trying to get a job done. 45 minutes. I know that's asked a lot for you to produce uh, a good 45 oh, minutes. Saturday, but by try your, try your, You won though, eh? One to one. Just. Terrible. Uh, to be fair, you've been, you've been like that all season. <laughs> Beside them, or too long for them. Uh, rather, we welcome back big Kevin Kyle. How you doing, Kevin? I'm good. Good, good to be here. Looking forward to uh, 45 minutes. Uh, Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, is the reason you say that because of the guy who's sitting immediately to your right, who's just, I think he's come out a cupboard for something. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> obviously, I didn't know who he was. There was a lot of high-fiving in the foyer with some ex-footballers. I, I saw Mark Butzel for the past. I saw Barry Robson. How was his teeth? I saw the, oh, whiter than the, like a big bag of white things. <laughs> uh, and uh, James McFadden, I was like, I was going to get the autograph book out or a selfie, but maybe it been inappropriate. And then obviously this guy here, who I didn't know who was, but then when they explained to me that's the guy that jumped on a, a night out and went to Holland after it, so this could be entertaining. I mean, I don't know. It's a pity so, you couldn't get Faddy or Rob or Mark. We, 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 we did try to get Faddy to come, but he's tore a calf. The only retired footballer that tore a calf. Um, so, no. Paul Slane, so uh, the, the legend, the one and only. I remember reading that in the, and I think I was, in, I don't know where I was, but I was reading that in the paper, and I thought, that's class. I mean, that's that's that's, that's, that's the kind of like I think the worst thing I ever did was in Stranraer on a wee night out in the 
the pub shot, the nightclub shot. If nobody's seen a party, you just went down to the ferry and jumped on the boat to Belfast. <laughs> you go, ah, you got a non-lander, <laughs> ten quid non-lander, took you to Belfast. You waited to the passengers going, you come back, but it had a, an all-open bar, so Brilliant. that was good. And then you bowled up the street at ten in the morning. People are like, surely you can't be coming in. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Wait, was that last week? Oh no, that was a few years ago. Now, I know this is a podcast, so you can't visualise, but I'm just looking at. Explain it. Is it is it just me or is it's this kind of is it a, is it a <laughs> fond? Is it a Henry <laughs> Henry Winkler tribute act or something? Have you seen the shoes? Oh, the shoes <laughs> are magnificent. Look, oh, unbelievable! To turn up like that, the balls to turn up like that is incredible, <laughs> unbelievable. And I must say, guys, after the success of the last podcast, it was getting, it was getting branded with the people as the podcast of the century, and I believe so. Nobody really bothers with podcasts, and that, this one's good. But I believe Kevin. I have took over again. This is outstanding. Let on you go. I'm just taking watch it and learn. Between the guy that who's the singer for oh, Prodigy? Prodigy. Oh, the lead I singer. I was thinking of the guy, the, the brothers who are Bros, Martin Luke no, Goss. I'm not seeing all that. I'm into tactics. Coaching tactics. I was talking to Fadden there, guys. Sorry to interrupt the, the carry on. I'm here, professional as always. Talking to McFad, James McFadden, a Scotland hero, and he was saying to me when I was talking about tactics and styles of play, he said that I'm one of the best in the game. So brilliant. There we go. Superb. That's what it's all about. Actually, we'll, we'll touch on the draw uh, as well later on, the, the Euro 2020 uh, qualification draw. But before we do, our usual review of the weekend. Cup <coughs> final here at Hamden yesterday. Celtic 1, Aberdeen 0, Ryan Christie, goal. Kevin, deserve victory for Celtic? Aye, there was, only, um, there was only one team going to win the game yesterday. Obviously, Aberdeen have done well getting to finals over the course of the last lot, uh, few seasons and things, but... They always seem to come up one shot when they when they play Celtic. Um, Celtic controlled the game quite comfortably. Um, they were lacking up front a wee bit. Then they mm-hmm. then they create too much clear cut chances. I thought they could. Uh, I don't know. They were a bit. They were getting to a point in the pitch, and then they were kind of running out, running out of ideas. So the Christie goal just came with a with a lack of concentration. I think, I think it was the boy Shinny that was picking up Ryan, and and, and it was a good ball by Beata. Great save by the keeper to start with, but. A nice composed finish, yeah. considering he was being under pressure, and um, I think you could have written that story of it happening yesterday because the way Ryan Christie's capitulating himself out of the team, and then playing Aberdeen, his former employees through loan, and then to score the winner, do you know what I mean? But no, fair play to the young guy because obviously come back to, to he's been sitting in loan what twice, two, three times, mm-hmm. came back, listened to what he's being told. And it's paid rewards, and he's managed to to score the winning goal in the cup final at Hamden. Great summary. Brilliant at that. So I just think that Celtic did well. The penalty was. I'm glad the goalkeeper saved it because that was an absolute embarrassment for refereeing and Scottish football to even contemplate that being a penalty in the first place was bad. But. Aberdeen didn't really create in, and you could see from the offset that they were hoping a set piece was going to get them a goal. Mm. And when you're hoping that's the case, then. Things are things are tough. It's a good point you, you you touch on there, and I'll ask Paul about this rightly or wrongly. I'll ask Paul <laughs> about this. The Kevin touched the refereeing decision because had Sinclair scored the penalty and Joe Lewis not saved it, it would have killed the game. It won the Aberdeen. I still get a wee chance. So you know, thankfully justice was done. But it was in a cup final showpiece game of the season. It was an appalling decision. Oh, it's, it's, it's shocking and this this is ruining the game this because clubs like Aberdeen need everything in their favour and decisions like that are going to absolutely kill them si. and, yeah, right, and to, it's just a dis- it really is a disgrace seriously and something needs to get done about these we need to get um, the VAR system in I believe you think so, man, I yeah. think so that would help seriously but it's no fair for these clubs like Aberdeen stuff getting to cup finals they need everything they can get and then decisions like that it's just going to kill it's just going to kill the game it really you're, is you're involved with, with <coughs> referees every, I'm not going to ask you to name uh-huh. the ones that are the good will not get you into trouble yourself professional player but would you expecting a referee such as Andrew Dallas to be given the final given that finals are usually given out mm-hmm. as, a, as a reward for good performance no I didn't expect him to get it I seen Michael Stewart's tweet as well which he kind of slaughtered him yeah. saying don't know why he got the final but uh, I think me will should do the final I really do I know he gets a lot of stick in that but I think he's um I think he's our best referee, Willie. And I think the, the best referee should get Genuinely, it. Genuinely, you think Willie's the best referee? I think Willie's the best referee. Do you know that? No, I actually do. Uh-huh. I, mean, I, I think sometimes he's more unlucky rather than incompetent. Competent, uh-huh. I, I think he is a bit, he's a bit unlucky, but I agree with you. I think he's right up And there. I think the best one should should get it, the most experienced one. You know, you, 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 Willie Collins uh, refereed big games. So it I seems think to be a thing that, that, that the Scottish football likes to dish games to people as if it's like, yeah, you can have this one. This one, this one uh-huh. Instead of just like... 
it is what it is. Getting mm-hmm. your best referee doing the, the most important games because, like you say, Mark, that goal goes in, the penalty goes in. That's it. The game's done with. Mm-hmm. Celtic might go on and win 3-4 and it looks like a rout. But it stays at 1-0 and I know referees will always make mistakes but you've got to be 100% clear in your head that mm-hmm. that boy has handballed that ball inside the box but it's not even that it's the fact he's headed the ball how can you possibly header your ball header the ball onto your arm you know he's got to wake up this morning and look at that and he will be embarrassed by it he will there's nothing he can do about it he can't he can't change the decision he can't he can't come out and say he can't come out and say sorry but it's it's getting to a point now now where that wouldn't have, I don't think it would have affected the, the, it, it did think really he was affect throughout the game big man I just sometimes think that these referees don't see it for what it really is it's as if like you've got to sometimes just use your common sense and well, I, I watched I was at the game yesterday and I watched Andrew Dallas and I see him covering games all over the country and the thing for me about apart from his ability to make decisions it's his man management of a game and Aye. the way he speaks to players yeah. he's the one that really seems when he's addressing a player to, to pull them up about something or give them a warning or produce a yellow card I think he's overly confrontational I think he has to just relax a wee bit and calm down and he might have a, a better the best referees the players respond no, that way. The, the, it gets the players the best angry. referees when I, when I used to play up and down the country was the ones you could hear a bit of banter with? Because yeah. they knew, like I used to say, I always used to say to a ref, if me and a certain half a hint tussle, early doors, I'll say, ref, look, I've got to be honest with you, look at the size of me, look at the size of him, we're going to hear ding dong today, yeah. but there's nothing malicious about it. Uh-huh. But, and they'd be like, ah, it's alright, big man, I know, I know. And, and then every now and then you'd do another thing, like, big man, come on, you need to tread the line. And like, I'd get to a point where you knew that, right, the next one I'm getting a yellow card. Uh-huh. And that's that, but the ones that were like very, very, Military uh-huh. and dry, no uh-huh. sense of humour. You thought, oh god, what do, what do you call that referee? Ian Brines is it Ian Brines. Is he still refereeing? Tell no, me, he's no. Oh, <laughs> um, no he said no. He sent me off for like two games into my Kamarnock career. And the next day in the Sunday, the Sunday paper or the Monday paper, one of the local paper, one of the the papers, um, that Porter's at David Darn, David Porter, a fullback at the time for Inverness, said, "I that's the last time I jump up for a head of a big Kev Kyle and I he'd bought his elbow." <laughs> he he admitted he'd button me rather than me elbow uh, uh-huh. him and I got a red card and I thought fucking big Jim and Avi's he'd back there you got a fine no I don't know if I got a fine but he was like what are you doing that for I was like oh, fuck him on by the way I love Brian McGowan about you and Jim Jeffries brilliant <laughs> oh the amount of takes I got for that, <laughs> that. <laughs> not I, I was actually <laughs> thinking what these guys are going to say and then when he said it I thought I think I probably did say that <laughs> but I certainly didn't bounce about the training and pretend to be this big hitter that played in the Premiership. Oh, I used to say to Ryan, Ryan Stevenson used to kind of float about thinking he was Billy, Billy Big Boss. And I used to say to him, I said, Ryan, I says, you were in England as well, I know that. I says, but you were John Terry's kit boy. I says, well, John tell you to go and get him socks, you went and got him socks. I says, aye, very good, Kyle, very good. I says, what, what did you do? I said, but you scored in the Premiership. No, I says, well, I hate shot. That was it. So I just kind of like, just banter, just not in the bud, but I certainly didn't, uh, I wasn't the, the Billy Big, big Billy Big Boss. <laughs> The first or seven domestic trophies in a trot for Celtic. Uh-huh. Are we looking at a, are we looking at a treble treble here, Paul? I think so. Certainly, the, the, I think this was going to be a tough one. They've got this in the bag now. I think the league will take care of itself. So, one to go, and I believe they will win it. Um, what a job Rogers has done! What a job! He's uh, just superb. Will Celtic keep on to him for the for the ten in a row? I don't know. Sorry, do you believe they will? I don't know, mate. You know, sure. Well, you're in it. There's one man that knows it. Sure, I would say. I'm not sure. I, I, listen, I would love. To, I think he might stay for ten in a row. I think if he, do, I don't know why we're talking about ten in a row because we're talking about the cup final, weren't we? Uh-huh. Weren't we treble? You, you brought up. I brought it up, and I like to get myself confused at times. But I say, I must say, I do believe they'll get another tre- a treble, treble. How has that ever been done? But hold on, let's know. like before we start talking about ten in a row. Eight in a row's not even done yet. <laughs> That's done we'll already. Touch, I'll tell you that we'll right now. On, we'll touch That's on right now. yesterday. Rangers are top of the league, uh-huh. and they go to Tynecastle, and they get a result at a difficult venue. So whatever you think. Rangers are serious uh-huh. contenders. Just on, time? just on Celtic, you just look at how strong the squad is. The three subs that came on yesterday, I mean, yeah. Simanovic, Brown and Cham, and Griffiths yeah. can't even get on the pitch. Yeah. What, what a lot of quality they've got. And even the boy Christie coming through now this year, he's a, a main player. They've just got a squad of 18 really good football players, do you know what I mean? Whereas you look at Rangers, have they got that? That's, that'd be my... 
No, no worry for Rangers. They don't report my nose. They're still okay. Celtic. Yeah, yeah man, but they're still top of the league. Uh-huh. They're now going away from home. And, and, and went one down And by the way Hearts started really well yeah. See after 20 minutes I thought Hearts are, Hearts are on it here So fair play to Rangers Because like you'll, The big man will know You go one down at Hearts With the, the crowd Up Buzzing Places jumping It's hard to come back So Rangers showed a right good Mentality and spirit yesterday to beat Morelos Sorry to keep Morelos and, and not sell him in January For Rangers Oh they've got to keep him Because with any, with any good side You need a goal scorer mm-hmm. You need somebody That's going to put the ball away And you and need a couple of good Something half That's where In the right core Right through the middle of your team Anybody else scoring The amount of goals That Morelos is at Rangers No there isn't So they need to keep him They, 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 they let him go Then Unless they've got a ready Made replacement coming in Then Let him go But There's no chance of Rangers Rangers are grinding results out mm-hmm. and this month will tell whether Rangers are going to be title contenders or not. Um, people will look at Celtic and think, right, OK, they've won seven in a row, they've won two trebles, they've won the first of the Cups, they'll crack on, what have you. But I feel the difference this year is that Celtic are dropping points to the teams they didn't drop points to the last couple of seasons, like the Drew at Murren 0-0, they lost to Hearts, Livingston 0-0. That wasn't happening last year, and there was a congestion of games, so now maybe once this this December period gets over with, because Rangers have got, they've got Aberdeen, they've got Hibs, and they've got Celtic at the beginning of January, so that's going to be tough. Um, so I think come the beginning of January after that before the break it'll tell you whether Rangers are genuine title contenders and they've got a massive game Rangers <coughs> and they've got aye oh, so it's, it's, a, it's a huge game but when, you're, when you've got yourself to the top of the table like um, Rangers have done we did it with Hearts that year when, when, in 2010-11 you kind of get a buzz and you want the big games you want the big games to come because you think if we can beat them that keeps us there and we're, we're getting confidence and I think this game for Rangers on Wednesday is coming at a great time I think the fans are <coughs> apparently last week at the European game the, the atmosphere was amazing it's something they hadn't seen for a number of years so if they can get, they get that on the, off the park on Wednesday and the team can perform on the park then it's going to give them right good confidence because regardless of Celtic having a game in hand and what have you and winning the cup Rangers are top of the league today it's Monday morning Rangers are top of the league when was the last time that happened? We need to go back a few years. Mm. Also, I mean, I have to say, Paul Stephen Gerrard, he was, he was a, he is a rookie manager. He was a rookie appointment, but when you look at his record over the past five months, he has got plenty to offer, and it looks like being a right good appointment with the Rangers. No, board. what a job he's doing! And I watched the European game with the ten men v Villarreal, and at half time I thought this could be two 0 three 0 to Villarreal here, but Rangers were absolutely amazing that second half. The 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 desire, the commitment to get a result out of that was just absolutely amazing. Um, and he's really turned Rangers around. Um, I'm seeing the players look so hungry, and again going to Tynecastle and getting a result yesterday, going top of the league. I think he's what an appointment he is. And again, say. Wouldn't it be great to, for me to meet him? <laughs> I think yeah, that needs to happen, doesn't it? Does anybody, uh, do you know him, Mark? K- Kyle was playing at you, the big man, or not? He gave me his dinner a few times, didn't he? No, I don't know, I've never spoken to him, but you just, somebody of his calibre, you're in awe. He's a great presence, Even I bet you, you, Mark, as a, as, a, as a pundit and a, a journalist, what have you, and he walks into a room and he, he speaks, oh. he, he kind of just commands that respect. Absolutely. Mark, can I just trust from his career, what he's done in the park, and... If you can get the respect of journalists and, and what have you, what does the players feel about them? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And that's obviously echoing around the club. Mark, can I, I just, know, of course you would. can I just stop you? You're be sitting. You see about Jared walking into a room, Matt. And do you feel that when I walk in a room? <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of people do say that. And when I walked in this morning, I saw it a lot of the guy. As he mentioned, in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you told the boys you're going to the, the book again? Oh, guys, on Sunday, obviously the tragedy. I've been up. Crying for weeks, oh, well, a week or so. What happened to the Bocky Junior bus? The scum that done that, and I'm getting really <laughs> angry now. What happened? But the good thing that's happened is the game's been moved to the Bernabeu in Madrid. So I'm getting, I've my flights have all been booked. Via Boca. Boca, Boca, the Presidente, you call it. People call it the Chairman. I call it the Presidente. He's booked my flights. So I'm going over on the Friday night, um, watching the final. And my God, what a game it's going to be! I really want to talk about this game more. Do you want to talk about it all day? No. Okay. No. Okay. No. <laughs> no, we're all right. Me and him are getting on brilliant. Have you got a wee no. spare bedroom in the house? I can stay here. I actually have. Me and you will be brilliant together. I mean, you get in show. This is outstanding today. I could do with a babysitter. Your wains would need to babysit him. What a day. My four boys would do him run right. Honestly. I would hate to put my boys in the light if he was there for them. Magic. No, so I'm going there on Friday, guys. Is any 
anybody interested in going? Because I know that doesn't no. be short. Oh. Not at all, sir. You were like I'll come here, man. I'll, I'll speak to the president. Man. He'll get that sorted for you. What does the president yeah. say about you? You're coaching in it. He actually sent me a coat. I was going to wear it here. It takes a long, a long... Um, Get your initials on it. No, 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 initials. It's a, a two thousand um, dollar tiger print zest of a coat. <laughs> Beautiful. And he sent it. Over. He's only ever sent two. One to me and one to is it Martin Palermo, <laughs> the big strike. He sent us only two he's ever sent out, and he said what the things I've done for that club is outstanding. No, listen, it's great, and I can't wait for the weekend. Si, and, and I'll try to get you away, but I don't know if I can get you there or not. What about the uh, moving back to Tink? what a day, honestly? Look, everybody's loving herself. Christmas. Moving back to Tink, Scott Arfield. What about the challenge? I think he's just had an absolute moment of head loss. Yeah. He has. Yeah. He's just. He's like I can see. I can see initially he's probably thought there's a wee chance here. But as he's got closer and he's went to ground, I don't think he can stop himself and he's probably he's probably uttering those two words in his mouth and he's head off. Oh, mm. mm. And uh-huh. he's, he can't enter bullets. So the ref is probably right to send him off because it is dangerous play, you know what I mean? That could have been that could have been a sore one for the goalie, but uh, he was miles away from yeah. it. That's the it's sad thing. It's as if he started revving up five yards. I just out, think I sometimes know. the heat, oh, like yeah. Tynecastle, the way the stadium is, yeah. the way it's always been, but the way it is now, the atmosphere, Rangers are winning 2 1. He's probably just thought, you know what, if I get in here and Layla the goalie or try and get the ball in, the fans are going to love me for that. And it's just maybe a, a moment that he's just. He'll not do that again, that's for sure. You know Scotty Bigman, no? No, I, I don't know. No. He's a great guy. Is he's he? Right. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's not clearly known no, he's, not like that, his hey. make-up to be, to, be a, to be doing that. But he's done well at Rangers, eh? Aye, he's just obviously... We've all done it, I've done uh, it myself. Tynecastle does that to you, doesn't it? Aye, it does. It's, it's the heat of the moment. Up in the aye, he's caught up in the whole moment and you're thinking... Oh, I'll go and then he's, he's got there and think he's probably n- no point as he thought I'm going to get sent off or what I'm going to try and do here mm-hmm. but unfortunately he has done I remember I was on the bench at Tynecastle he was only 17 or something and, and there was another set of midfielders fit so if one of the midfielders got injured I was on I, and the first time at Tynecastle what, I was shitting myself it was so intense <coughs> Cross has goes down Gordon Strachan's team Gordon Strachan Cross has goes down in 18 minutes and we strike and turns like and says to me Told Jim Blythe to get warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> Go and get warmed up. Mate, honestly, my heart and see work running up and doing the touchline, the Hearts fans were honest, man. And I, I've, I've never wanted somebody to get up so much in my life. And me, Strachan, I was getting ready. And Cross has got bounced back up and played 90 minutes, but I was absolutely shitting myself. But you'd have loved it, though, if you got on, eh? Maybe I once I'd it. got on, but I really was really shitting myself. It is, it's, it's some place, see, when it's rocking, it is very scary because they're so close to you, isn't it? And they give you dog's abuse. I'd never played. I'd played at Tynecastle once for Scotland against New Zealand, and that was, that was, it was flat. It was a Scotland game, it is what it is. Um, but when I signed my hearts and come on that first time, I was like, oh my God, God man, this, is, this, is, this is the real deal. This, even though it's in a smaller capacity, mm-hmm. but I would love to play there now with the stand the way it is the whole way around. Mm-hmm. And the. And when the fans are behind you, it's, I don't think there's an atmosphere in Scotland like it. Um, obviously, the old firms, they've got their volume of fans, yeah. but it's the noise in that wee cauldron that's mm-hmm. uh, quite electrifying. And they're ruthless as well, man. Oh, they're, they're ruthless. <laughs> I, I never experienced that. I was on good terms with Hearts <laughs> fans. But I've, heard, I've had a few bits of dogs abuse for the away fans, you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. that can be quite intense as well from the away fans, because you think, man, even when, when Rangers scored yesterday, you see them all clambering over the, yeah. the mm-hmm. barrier, and they're just like, Oof. but no, it's good. Neil Lennon's favourite place I heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, that takes us nicely on to another one of your former clubs, Kevin Kilmarnock. There's no stopping them. You no. look at, I mean, I know football isn't based on calendar years, but you look at 2018, and Stevie Clark, uh, what he's achieved, and to get another victory again against okay Hibs, not the, b- the best of form, but still a good Hibs team, and they won so comfortably. They did, they did. Um, I watched the highlights last night, and three very good goals. Um, they could have had more. Mm. Greg Stewart was uh, brilliant, isn't he? <laughs> when he tied that boy that the left back for Hibs up in knots, and it was incredible bit of skill. He went one way, went the other way, and he went back the other way, and the boy just. Put his hands up and went, oh, fuck. <laughs> and, uh, and then obviously, but no, Kilmarnock under Stevie Clark, I think he's a manager that a lot of guys would like to play under because he's whatever he's done, and he's got a great reputation from his time in England and stuff and what have you. But he just comes up and, and, and he's come up, and, and the players are all playing for him, they're all playing well, they're looking better players than they did the year before. Mm. He's brought in some good signings. And you kind of think, at what point is this bubble going to burst? But this bubble's no bursting because no. Kilmarnock are actually a really good side. Yeah. 
because I think Hibs are a really good side under Neil Lennon, but Kilmarnock blew Hibs away, and Hibs, I don't know whether they had, had an off day, but they didn't look anywhere near competing towards the game on Saturday as, as much as Kilmarnock were. Kilmarnock were a right good side who are going to take points out of the old firm and cause a few upsets mm. this year. And you think Kelly got into the top six last season was the first time in a number of years that they've always lacked consistency, and I think maybe a lot of people thought they'll not they'll get in the top six again, Aye. people will suss them out, yep. the bubble or bust. But if anything now, they're going to end up top four. They've kicked they? on. They've, top they've actually really? kicked yeah. on. They've, yeah. they've got themselves at the top six and stayed there. But now they're in the top six and now they're thinking, right, can, can we finish third? Can we yeah. get fourth? It's, mm-hmm. it's the case. So, and, and there's a reason why they can't. The fans are coming back, which is great, because yeah. um, they've got a great stadium and the pitch The pitch is a bit, obviously, if you were the, the ash are tough. But good club, good fans, and they seem to be heading in the right direction. And you know that he lost his best player in the summer as well. People forget Malumbu, you know. Yeah. I thought he struggled without Malumbu, right. but the yeah, boys Powers manager. came in and really? he's, get, he's done good. And they've got guys that can score goals. I think that's a big thing in this league. I think the difference between a Hibs now and a Kilmarnock is Kilmarnock have got guys that can score goals. Mm-hmm. Brophy and Stewart are phew, very good, to the, to the two of them, you know. And there's Stuart's na- got there's the na- guy on broke his pace and there's no thrills about it come on there's, na- there's nobody you come away thinking uh-huh. like oh him him and him and him it just seems to be a collective unit who are all going in the one direction and it seems to work one player comes out say hello to a new era of mental health care Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online you'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The, one, the player that comes in, he knows the job that's being asked, and they all seem to... Uh, all seem to fit. And and Power and Dicker are brilliant in the middle oh, of the aye, path, definitely, aye, the they just seem to, the, the two of them, Power's got a bit of tenacity about him. He mm-hmm. likes to get forward and he seems to get into bits where other midfielders don't. But it's just, um, I think, is it McDonald, the goalkeeper? He was on the. He was, he's, yeah, he's been, been left uh, out now. He's right? been left Back out. And you think of some yeah. of the saves that he. The saves, how he was performing got him into the Scotland set up. Yeah. And now he's not in the team. It's, so it's they've got competition in places, and that can only be good for the club. And Jones is good as well. Jones Aye. is a, yeah. a game changer, Jones. Seriously, but what a job he's done, isn't he? Aye, I can't. Honestly, yeah. that is it's incredible. They talk you. about Brendan Rodgers earlier, staying for whatever he's staying yeah, for. Yeah. When, when will they start? Does Brendan Rodgers go and does Steve Clark go the other way? I tell you what, I don't think many Celtic fans would argue with that. Would you take um, Steve Clark at Boca? Well, no, listen, I've got so much respect for Steve Clark. Um, does his style fit at Boca? <laughs> Frantic pace? No. So, no, listen, I would love to meet Steve Clark, as I said the last time, but it's still not happening. anybody? <laughs> Faddy, just like my tight mate. So no, but listen, what a job he's done. Seriously, like, like for for years and years, um, come on, we're sort of fighting relegation mm. every year. I, I'm so serious. I know I'm talking, but I'm I'm really speechless. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like my, but no, I know you what you're what saying. saying. I, I, I was I picked Thanks up. Very much. I picked up a guy the other night, my car. And he was See, like, this guy I love just, him. I just uh, I just came back for the football. I said, "Look, match I was up at the Kamarnik one, and I just like." He didn't obviously know who I was, and I just randomly out the blue went, "Ah, come on, look. I kept him in the league a couple of years." <laughs> <laughs> he went, what do, you, "What do you mean you kept us in the league?" I said, like, "I just kept him in the league a couple of years ago." And he's like, "What do you mean?" I said, like, "I sc- come up one time for England, I scored about eight or nine goals for them, and then the next season I scored a few, kept them up." 
you're not Kevin Kyle, are you? <laughs> says, I. So you're a big man. Hey, can I tell you something? See every password I've got on my computer? Super Kev. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no way, man. I was, <laughs> going to the, I was going to give the boy the fair for nothing, but it was, uh, it was all paid for before he got in the car, unfortunately. So it was, it was good humour, but uh, it caught him by surprise. Like that that, that uh, topped off a, a good Saturday night. So. <laughs> he must be, the, honestly, a top, top manager. Yeah, right, right, seriously, that is one of the comes up, he'll be... He's going to be linked time. to every Seriously, good job right. now. He's, he's been brilliant been, he, for 2018. He's been really, really good. Yeah, he's been outstanding and a, manager and a good guy. A good guy as well. Well, he was. He was a football writers I manager of the year. This year May, again, I think. He's got to be in the running. Incredible. Yeah, for sure. We'll touch quickly on the, on the bottom of the table. I was at St Mirren v Hamilton. 3-1 to Hamilton. Livy, comfortable winners against Motherwell. Are we looking at St Mirren and, and Dundee being St. detached are Motherwell going to get dragged into this? I think Motherwell have got something about them I think they've got potential to get results mm-hmm. whereas I think with St Mirren and Dundee Dundee I'm not going to write off as yet because Jim McIntyre has just got into the job Yeah, his first game was a bit of a, a non-event because he was only in there a few days but then obviously he drew did he not draw? Hibs. He drew the Hibs <laughs> which is a good result after being 2-0 down so they didn't. They didn't play at the weekend, did they? No, no. Again. So they've had more time to work in the training ground. Yeah. So we'll see how they get on this weekend or through the week whenever they're playing. But St Mirren, for me, they look like they're in big trouble. Mm. I, I don't see how what's going to yeah, change. I know. So for me, St Mirren, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Um, there's obviously something there beating Hearts, mm-hmm. but it's can they get that every week and can they? I don't, I don't know. I just, fight, I, I just, I, I'm already writing the cards for St Mirren. I think January will be big as well, isn't it? Because I think Jim McIntyre will bring in a lot of his in players in January. Yeah. I think he'll um, bring in boys that he's worked with before, and I think Dundee will end up staying up. Have you heard right. of him? No, but I've heard the boys quite like him. I think. Oh, I've heard that. I heard he's decent. Aye. He's good. Okay, that <coughs> covers the review of the weekend football. We're on the Open Goal podcast. Keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at William Hill. I'm Mark Guidi. Delighted to say three guests today, Simon Ferry, <coughs> Paul Slane and Kevin Kyle. We've got two more subjects to touch on and you're going to love this. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, December fixtures slash Christmas nights out. That's what the, that's what the script says. I'm going, to, I'm going to rip up the script. Let's get right to the Christmas <laughs> nights out. Magic, magic. Let's get right to the Christmas nights out. Right. Let, let's start with a man who's been, right on a four, who's been on a four-year Christmas night out. Slaney, <laughs> tell us your favourite football team Christmas night out. Well, it, it was when I was at Air part-time um, and we went down to Newcastle and it was just absolutely crazy. I, I remember one of the boys, I'm not going to mention names, I was that, I was going that mad. Listen, all good fun, no badness, all fun. And I was that mad, one of the senior players took me and he went, Slaney, everybody's loving you, having a great laugh, everybody's loving you. So I said, of course they are, because I'm brilliant, right? So anyway, he took his aside, right? And I said to him, I really appreciate that, I really appreciate you take me aside, because he said to me, no more now, right, just, just have a good night, quiet, right? And I said, I said to him, thanks so much, I said, thanks so much, I'm not going to do it in Daphne. The next day, in a trip in Newcastle, the boys were all sitting there watching the football. And that's the, I think the Sunday's the best day. Uh-huh. Or the football, you're bored. So I have to think myself, I, was, I went upstairs, I can't remember what I was there for. And I'm looking at my hair. I didn't like it. I don't know what was right. It wasn't <laughs> looking good to me. But I didn't like it. So I said to one of the boys, come, we're going to walk. So we talked about I said, we're going to walk out of this pub. We're going to walk. So we went into the... Uh, the, the we're going to be walking through the city centre of Newcastle, right? We get, and it's this right posh um, hairdressers, and I mean right posh. So I've walked down, and there's all these ladies sitting here, all rich ladies who were really eyeing me up and doing it. I think they really found me attractive and found me very sexy. But apart from that, apart from that, I said to the guy, I need a haircut. I said, I'm not comfortable here with my hair. So, it, so no, I said to God, this is a true story, Kev. I swear, me and you, this is, the story of the day is me and Kev getting on brilliant. But apart from that, sorry, we're in the... So I'm in the hairdressers and there's one guy, and there's one guy he's like, you need to leave. And I said, I ain't leaving anywhere. I said, I'm top dog doing here. I want a haircut. So he sits me down the chair, I said, which you want? And I say to him, I want the front of my head all shaved, like a baldy, and leave the sides in the back all long. So that's what he done. And if you don't believe me, guys, have you seen the picture? Fucking <laughs> cracking, by the way. Cracking, sorry for the language. Cracking. All guys, haircut. So I'm walking about Newcastle with an old man haircut, bald at the front, long hair at the back, and I'm thinking, what's it? And all the boys are buzzing off, cheering. Oh, slimy boy. So we went out that night, 
We knew that. We went out that night, and all the other teams from Scotland and England, and they're all getting pictures with us. And I'm up my shoulders. I think it was who was the boy? Who was it? Was it Ryan Sesson Young from Sunderland? Remember that wee uh, boy? Crank player. Wee boy. Remember Ryan Sesson Young? No. Um, no. Sesson Young from Sunderland. Oh, that's me. Fulham. Sorry. What's the boy Sesson? He was doing. He's in tapping my shoulders, getting a picture. I'm saying, get off. He's like, I'm going to get your haircut. So anyway, it was a cracking night out. It was absolutely mental. Seriously, somebody stole my shoes as well, and I went home with perfect about so on. See for the game. I swear to God, it was a disaster. But what a time. I get played in the tournament as always. Uh, just probably, and I've never been to a Christmas night out since. I changed my ways. Seriously, I changed my ways. I've never been out since. I've never touched a drop of alcohol. And I get, look at me, the way I'm blemish. Blemish, blemish inside is a word I'm trying to use. Brilliant. There you go. Superb. You can't afford that. Oh, on, no, Kev, you must no I don't. I don't, I don't my, my Christmas parties were quite tame, actually. Uh, I can't even think of anything really seriously daft that went on. I, I was always cautious because 99.99% of the time I was the brunt of the daftness. But when it went away to Christmas parties, I was kind of thought I, I, I'll kind of be mature about these. But did you think, did you have to, was part of these because you had to change in terms of Adam, as when you first came out in your Christmas parties when you're at Sunday oh, when as a kid, you were there, Christmas, you know, like, like, with Christ, a bit of like, anonymity, but then... Like, Ten years down the line, oh, it's, it's mobile phones Christmas and people parties, and video and Christmas parties at Sunderland Youth Team. Oh, uh, oh wait a minute, they're coming back. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> they're coming. Back. I don't even know if this is it. Did you get a ball in Newcastle? No. When does this? What, what time did this air out? Before the, the watershed. Non-stop. <laughs> it's non-stop. It's going when live was, into Slaney's house then. Or the family sitting listening. They're all buzzing. They'll be cheering now. And that was the first team. We're having a Christmas party, and I was part of the first team. And it was another locked doors kind of thing. And uh, I said to them, could I bring my mate down? Like, can, can my mate come? And he says, I need more, Kevin. So my mate came down for Chanois, his nickname Sausage. And uh, <laughs> he came down and uh, what a Christmas night. He, to this day, he says, Kevin, that's the best night I've ever had. And uh, as, I, as I, obviously, a, a few, we went to like Ireland a few times because we had a lot of Irish players. So we went to, um, there was a place in Ireland at the time called Lily Bordellos. And you had all the Irish superstars in this place. You had like the, the Formula One driver Eddie Irvine. Oh, and then you had Samantha Mumba. She was just hitting the charts. Oh, Samantha Mumba and all that. So, and then as I got older, I was a captain of Kamarnik. So I was organising the Christmas parties. I took the boys to Belfast for two nights. That was eventful. And then I'd, I'd won with Rangers. It was, it was, it was good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we went to the golf lounge in Glasgow. So that was my first experience as an old fun player, having a Christmas night in Glasgow, exhilarating. Uh, so, <laughs> but obviously there's reasons behind that. You can't go too Tonto in Glasgow when you're playing for. Do you ever get anyone cancelling the manager cancelling the Christmas day? I met McCarthy. Was Mick McCarthy? Th- no, Jim Jeffries. To be fair, said to us that day we were playing Aberdeen. If you don't get a result tonight, that flight to Belfast to be cancelled. We're like. I already got off the jokes. And then uh, we did lose. We lost to Aberdeen. Gaffer's boys are like, okay, what's happening? What's happening? There was that tense moment right. where and everybody's asking me because I was a captain, what's happening, Kyler? Are we are we are we are we getting this Christmas party? And I was like, I'll go and hear a word with Jim. So I walked out of the office and Jim's Jim looked at me and I was like, Gaffer, the boys are worried about the Christmas party. <laughs> Look, he's are going, right? But just fucking get in there and tell them they're not going. And I was like, okay, Gaffer. So I was like, oh, boy, this is bad news. I said, oh, no. I said, the Gaffer says we're not going. You're fucking joking. I said, I said, Kelly, you get back in there and sort it. I said, the Gaffer says we're not going. And then Jim came in and then the place just went quiet. Right. I've told Big Man he's only going to the Christmas party. I fucking had enough and all that. And then at the last minute, wee Billy says, ah, you got his ear. I'm like, hey, hey. And the boss, I waited. Glasgow Airport, 20 minutes later, all wrecked. Have you ever so, all good. All good. What about your side? That we were the same to Canio would not say Christmas parties. Mm-hmm. So every year no Christmas party, but the boys obviously went and organised one. So he'd give you a couple of days off, he said, But I want everyone to go home with their families. As soon as he said that gear on straight to a hotel there was a big bus waiting for us, we'd organise it three days in Liverpool. What? Do you know who's the best drinker ever? Adam Rooney. See boy played Aberdeen. He's flying by he, mate, he used to wear the same what gear. We'd get there on a Friday, right? And Ad would have jeans and a t shirt on and he would just sit with that gear on for three days and he'd just sit in the bar and get steaming for three days. It was the Christmas party. He was party. amazing, man. It was the Christmas party <laughs> the, the, the quiet teammates. We came in their shell, like, uh-huh. Jason Thompson, like wouldn't they say booty a, a, uh-huh, a big Sherman or Jason, uh-huh, a big ginger guy, uh-huh. He had this party type they called it Big Shoe. So, <laughs> He took his shoe off that he'd been wearing all day in every pub, fill it up with a pint and then neck the pint with the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and every time, every pump they get big shoe, and the shoe is coming up thinking, he must be sculpting, walking down the pub. <laughs> <laughs> we used to pour pints on our heads and all that, it was stupid. Aye. But see the thing with the canoe is, we'd go on a three day bender, right? And uh, the Saturday would play, and he'd, uh, he'd, before the game, he'd make a big thing. He said, I'm telling you, lads, we're going to win the day. They've been on their Christmas day. We've, you haven't had one. We're going to fly now. We're going to fly. So we'd win the next couple of games, and after every game, he'd say, I told you, lads, because you've never went on that Christmas day. <laughs> we were all sitting thinking, you were steaming for three he days. He knew, though, didn't he? He knew, didn't he? I don't know. He no, if he knew, mate, he'd punch her head in You think so? Oh, he'd like go off his nose. I thought he'd never been there. Was he? No, he, he I, never. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. He probably didn't. The reverse. The reverse. Right. I take it. I'm sitting here with three professional footballers, one of them still playing. Your work just gets in the way of it in oh. December, aye. You always oh. get people for the Christmas Day, don't you? I'm looking at now, uh-huh. the schedule, particularly Celtic and Rangers, I've seen there's no way they'd be able to fit one in. You see, games, midweek games. see in England, right, it was easy in England because five yellow cards, you got suspended. <laughs> it was simple, right? So I was renowned for a good yellow card. So I used to get to the, the December fixtures and think, right, fucking hell, what am I at here? And then, because uh, I used to, I used to like New Year at Stunra, right? <laughs> New Year at Sunderland fans are going to be It's alright, it's alright, we were winning. We won the league that year. Better be you at the team. It was only what? I played 46 games, I played 44, it's alright. <laughs> so I was thinking, right, if I get a yellow card here, I'll miss New Year's Day's game. This will be class, so. This will be fucking, class. So I remember, like, I remember I was a sub. Gaffer said, I'm going to race you the Christmas period. We've got a lot of games coming up, and I was like, I need ball. So he put me on for 20 minutes against. Uh, I don't know who it was, but who's your sorry, who's your gaffer at this point, Kev? Mad Mick, Mick McCarthy, Mick. Big Mick, and uh, I was dribbling the ball and I was going down the wing. You must have been drunk if you were oh, dribbling the ball. Oh, I was electric, <laughs> going down the wing with this ball, and this guy took me out. Right, I don't know who it was. So I got up and I thought, right, just fucking overreact, overreact. <laughs> just so I pushed him. I said, what the fuck are you doing? And uh, he got up and he pushed me back, and I and I went to go for him again. The ref came out, right, right in front of the touchline. Went out with your card twice. Then put out a red card. I said, what's going on here? I says, yellow card for the for the push and yellow card for the sent you're off. Where you go? And then Mick's gone up. <laughs> and I was like, and then Gaffer's like, Kyle, what's happened there? I said, Gaffer, I don't know, he's giving me two yellow cards in my office. Right, we'll sort it out. I ended up getting a three three game ban. I had Christmas half, New Year half, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was absolutely dynamite. Gaffer says, you just take a week off, big man, you've done well and all that, and that was it. But brilliant. obviously there was a story behind it. You'll he probably hear about it and he'll be like, ah, that big bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, uh, that's what you do, like you say, the games get in the way sometimes. Do you ever get a centre? Aye. Uh, yeah. Came on for I just went to go I came on. I was a sub to shoot, which I should never have been a sub. And the manager that put me Who's on. Your manager? I can't name names because I don't want to if he hears this, but he'll know it anyway. Well, who is it? Who's it was, your manager? It was Mark Roberts, right? But he oh. then, he left. He didn't know what he was doing anyway. Well, what a man, no, what a man. Seriously, what a man. I tell you. But then he he, he left. So right? why are we a sub? David no, I'm, going, I'm just going to get a right, David yeah. I told him to take you <laughs> <laughs> So see, um, Andy Mound, right, he's in it, come up. What, uh, one of the nicest guys, he started me a sub, right, and I got on with Andy, brilliant, seriously, us two were great friends, I used to spend a lot of my nights at his house, and just talking and chatting, and <laughs> dinner's lovely food on the table, so anyway, on the, on the Saturday, he said, you're no starting, and I swear to God, a player like me, no starting, in the second division, no thanks, no thanks, so I said, what I'm going to do when I come on, a straight red, there you go, took one touch, Paddy Boyle, up in the air, straight red, off you go, I swear to God, I couldn't believe it, a straight red, sir. What did the manager say, yeah? No, see, to be fair, I was only joking, but I, I did get straight red, and I don't think it was, I didn't mean it, um, I took a heavy touch, the touch was absolutely, I should have been percent after the touch, I took, I took a, <laughs> Seriously, I just come alive and the lights come on. Honestly, this is all about me again. So I took a heavy touch. I took a heavy touch, and then I, I went through him. But it was, it was, I was gutted because it, it let the team down. And I didn't mean it though. It was, see, when I watched it back, it, it probably was. At the time, I never thought it was. Um, mm-hmm. But it's the worst feeling in the world. You just feel so bad, and you feel that it, it, Andy had just came in. And I felt I let him down, and I swear to God, so did, did, did the dinner stop after you got sent off? No, no, they continued, they continued <laughs> to have lovely wine, speaking about football all over the world. Um, Cracking family, my family met his brilliant times, really was. I love this, honestly. I think I'm destined for the top. I think I'm the new star. In, I think I'm the new star in town when it comes to media. The company BT and Sky have already made a bid since the last podcast of the century. They've made a bid. I do believe I will take over their shows, and it's, it's all coming good for me. When I 
When I was and when I'm on now, my God. What a start. Why don't we just get these two on every week? Honestly, that's too brilliant together. Seriously. I'm worried. I'm worried. Are we going to go for a wee Christmas dinner today? Please, I'll take his own. Oh, why don't we do that? We've done it a day after work half a night. We'll go for Christmas dinner. Sons is going to Sunderland. It'll be fine, they're all right in there. I didn't genuinely mean to get some half, I just wanted a book. Right, we've only got a few minutes to go. We better crack on from Paul Slane being a sub at the Air Reserves in the second division to the Ballon d'Or, Luka Modric. Leo Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. It looks like Luka Modric is going to get it. Kev, were they winner ahead of Messi and Ronaldo? I think so. Um, for what he'd done with Croatia in the World Cup, I think he was he led that team single-handed to the to the final. Um, a constant uh, nine out of ten every week for Real Madrid, dictating the game. Uh, I think he's one of these players that are very. You don't actually see what he does until somebody maybe actually breaks it down on a, on an analysis. Um, mm. a, a very very composed midfielder who sees things that your average football player doesn't see. Even your average fan wouldn't even notice that what he's seen. Um, and to break the partnership of Messi and Ronaldo, who's won it the last what ten years or so, um, it's a big feat because um, it's not just him. There's a lot of good players now in the world. Um, and well, there's I've, one that one that Neymar no, from one uh-huh. tricky. Winger, striker, such yep. as yourself, Slaney. Very similar players. You're, you're the man to talk <laughs> about him. He's not in the running. Is it? Is, <coughs> he, is he's diving overshadow his ability? No, well, I, I, I don't believe he should. I think he, he's, he will win it. I think he will eventually win it. But this year, look at Modric. No thanks. He should be nowhere near it because the hardest thing in the game is to put the ball in the back of the net. And Kyle Mbappe, 19 years old, uh, a player uh, I used to play against at the Euro 17s. I played at the right. He played in the left, and he actually said, "What a player, son." But anyway, forget that. We actually, we actually, I believe Mbappe should win uh, it. I, he think can, I, I think he actually won France the World Cup, uh, and I know they've got a lot of good players. If it wasn't for him, they would have been nowhere near it because they had a donkey up front in Oliver Giroud. <laughs> A guy didn't have a, ta- a shot and target should be nowhere near it. And look at Modric, no thanks, no, not at all. Because if he's going to win it, Javi and Nesta should have won it yeah, years before. That's a good point. Thanks very much. Really Listen, that's sometimes I'm, com- I'm comedy gold, but I'm also um, very, very intelligent and very articulate. Uh, very articulate. Great words, side And I really um, study the game and study lives about football. Isn't this great? Isn't it? I love it all. I just love it. I really well, but, uh, I think Mbappe deserves it more than Modric. Right. Why, why Mbappe? Because you know well, he won the World Cup. Did you watch, uh, well, you said that. Modric says it's because he got Croatia at the final on his own. Mbappe won it on his own. I know, but but France. Did you hear uh, Deschamps' uh, halftime team talk in the World Cup final? Everyone just keep doing their jobs, and if we get the ball past, get get the ball to Mbappe. Very similar. Nineteen year old get the ball to Paul. Remember that was very similar. You can see this. But the the Ballon d'Or's over. Mbappe's a better player than Neymar for me. Mere effect. Mbappe, I like Mbappe. I would would actually say, uh, uh, and I'm not trying. I would say Neymar is better, but I think Mbappe's speed. Nice. I've Quite never. Nice. I think Tierney said that. Um, he said that he's he's never seen MD like him when they came yeah. here. I've never seen somebody as quick and also good because you get players that are really fast, hopeless, aren't they? But you do. What's the word? What's the hanging Scottish football they say with players like that? Speedboat with the ah, driver. That's the one. And that great we saying. Um, on that this morning, side breaking news: Southampton. Mark Hughes is away. Is he sacked? Is he? El Tell. No, no thanks. Too big a job for El Tell. No. He needs to cut his I teeth in the lower leagues. I uh, he never got the Stenny job. I never got the Stenny, no. I call him. didn't I? Mark, you should be sacked. Probably has been. Aye. By the way, Armstrong, what? See, he's got the weekend again, Armstrong. Can I please say this, guys? Really? And, and, and this is got to see, see in maybe six months to a year's time, we'll play this back. Stuart Armstrong will be Liverpool's centre midfielder in the in a space of a year's time. There you go. Now, you heard it here first. We can all laugh because I was right with Forrest. I was right with Fraser. Tommy Wright. Alex McLeish, Fraser and Fawn is playing. What happens in the next two games? He plays them because I said that. So Armstrong will be the next player to play, Si, I believe so. Well, they, there's, there's a link to a final part of the programme. Good link, mate. The Euro 2020 qualification draw. Belgium, Russia, Kazakhstan. Cyprus. San Marino. San Marino. Not Kazakhstan. When did I get some Kazakhstan? For that, was big, that was Big Stanley, wasn't it? Kazakhstan. <laughs> that was a team I played. <laughs> Belgium, Russia, Cyprus, Cyprus Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan and, and San Marino. Marino. Yeah. So six... Six game, uh, six team 
Ooh. section very quickly. Say finish second down. Belgium, uh, Russia. Can we still definitely? Can we still mix I think I think it's quite a good group. Top two. I watched Russia in the World Cup. I thought they were quite poor. Russia. I know they got. I think they got to the last sixteen, but they were home nation, but. I don't think they've, they've, it's not a great time for Russian football. I think we're on a high. I think we could finish second in that group. The big one, look at the, at the fixtures, the dates from Kevin September. In the space of four days, at home to Belgium and at home to Russia. Well, that September's going to be... Like the Belgium back. games, if Belgium do what they do, mm-hmm. they should all just take care of themselves. It's the, we're, we're playing in a five group here with Russia, Cyprus, Kazakhstan and San Marino. If we can make sure we take care of Russia, then I think we've got a right good chance of qualifying in second. San Marino... We played them before, didn't we, many uh, years ago? Mm-hmm. Aye, 2003, yeah. 4, aye. I remember on a way trip to San Marino. Nice place. Is it? Aye. Spot me early, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Aye. Yeah, um, no. There you go, you're getting so, every minute, uh, didn't you? A wee bit of agriculture. Aye, so no, I think, I think, it's, a, I think it's a good draw. I think it's a good draw. I think it could, if you look at Northern Ireland. Yeah, it's decent. Aye, it's, it's decent, decent for us. We've got, like, Russia in the World Cup. They're in the World Cup only because oh, they hosted it. They did quite well, but they didn't really particularly play anybody of great... Calibre, stature, but I think genuinely we've got a chance. We've got two big games against Russia, and that's where our qualifying campaign will begin and end. Brilliant, thank you very much for that. We have had whoa, 45, 46 minutes. <laughs> Outstanding. Brilliant. I don't know how much of it's going to make the cut, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) (laughs) I think whatever you're listening to, it might have been slightly different from what we heard live in here uh, with our guests, but it's been a great 45 minutes. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks to Simon Ferry, to Paul Slane, and to Kevin Kyle for joining us on the Open Goal podcast. Keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at William Hill. Enjoy the rest of your week. (laughs) Students of Ireland, are you good? Or are you good to go this semester with Argos? Upgrade your college setup with top-of-the-range laptops, printers, headphones and much more from Argos. Order online for home delivery or collection from your local store. Subject to availability, selected lines, delivery and collection conditions apply. When I was getting closer to exam time during the leaving cert, I wasn't sure if I was going to get the points for it. Myself, my mother actually went around just kind of thinking, is there back routes into it? Because usually you can, like what we thought initially is, you can kind of go through arts and do masters and things like that. So it was it was kind of a dream come true now when you hear that there's that way through it. It was actually a great opportunity for me, so I took, up, took it up straight away, so... Your future is what you make it. Further education and training. Find out more at thisisfet.ie. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching. Fashion trends. Pep talks where we give advice. Mental health moments. And games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.